0: This is soup for my family. Isn't it wonderful? Soup for my family. It's incredible. It's the perfect size. The size of a football. Soup for my family. It's unbelievable. Hey, welcome back to Soup for My Family, a podcast where two communists bitch about their white privilege with me is my, I'm your one of your hosts, John Holmes, but here is my best friend and co-host, Mister
1: John Shrek. That's me, John Shrek, talking over the host.
0: Hell yeah, always like
1: always. That was a comment. Somebody, I think that you know, comments. Yeah, that we always talk over each other.
0: Buddy. Yeah, an old college buddy said that. I'm like, hey, that means we have a listener. All right, all right. Someone's
1: listening. All right. And he's from Hamilton, that's all that much, and so am I. So what's up, man? Hell yeah, 3john.com. Yeah, I'm sucking. Uh, I'm su- I'm, su- I'm sucking on a six drink. What is it? What is this? You know, fire maker, drink. fire maker. The Chattahoochee tea. This is my favorite beer right now. I think. It's, uh, oh yeah. It's IPA, but it's like kind of sweet. Like it's got like a honey floral flavor to it. Ooh. And it's, uh, ooh nice. Ooh ooh.
0: It's I not am dry having... Like an IPA. I'm having, of course, a uh, mint julep in honor of Derby Day.
1: Yes, our horse that he uh, won or he won us a lot of money. I didn't actually check. I did put my life savings on soup and sandwich.
0: That's what I did, too. All my
1: $5,000. So did we come out on top? I didn't actually no, watch the no, result. No,
0: they, uh, oh. they actually shot him down. They they called him oh. Antifa, and the cops shot him before the race was even over. <laughs>
1: I actually Blacks, had money yeah. I had money on that happening. Vegas odds that that would oh, happen. Shit.
0: So, <laughs> boom. Let's go. You won, dude. You just cleaned up.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, I lost that much on the Derby race. Mint and julep. That I already said that margarita is my favorite mixed drink, but I think mint and julep's gotta be right there, number two.
0: Oh, this is the first time I've ever had a mint julep. Yeah, it's, ever uh, I've ever I thought, for some reason, I always thought it was clear. I thought it was like a clear liquid or a well, liquor. Well, it's,
1: it's a white person's drink, so I guess you would assume that. Yeah. Or like white women. A lot of white women drink them because, mm-hmm. you know, that's half of the people at the Kentucky Derby.
0: But I should have put it together that it has bourbon in it because it is a Kentucky drink. So that's on me. I'm sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> Kentucky's best. I think the first time I ever had a mint and julep was – when we went to Derby, I think it was like five years ago now, maybe four. Um, we rode down on a bus with uh, my partner and her parents and her cousin from New York City. We all rode down. Wow. And I got so drunk, I have the drunkest picture of myself from Derby. Hell yeah. Before we even got in there. And then we got inside and I had a thirteen dollar mint and julep. Hello. And that was that put me over the edge. I was I was done for the day. Yeah. <laughs> you better remember
0: the race.
1: by the time the race came around i had actually sobered up but uh took a while i think we tried every single treat that they had at uh in the in the infield big old (laughs) turkey leg hell yeah and another thing you hold like this corn dipped in butter like that i'd never seen that before that was magic yeah buddy hell yeah
0: what did you get any did you get any sauce on your derby dress
1: no, no sauce. I bought a cigar on the way in. Uh, never smoked it. <laughs> As you do, um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna chomp on a cigar and around a hundred thousand other people. Uh, what do I look like? A
0: Republican. CEO or
1: whatever they do.
0: Yeah, big fat cat, fat cat capitalist. Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah,
0: hell yeah. Uh yeah I'm ne- I I tend to not watch the derby but I do like drinking. So that's that's a fun thing to do.
1: And you might as well have something on in the background that's mindless and uh dumb. Yeah. It was on the other yeah. I wasn't watching it. The other the other people in the house were I did come in and watch the actual derby race. I lied. I was full of shit. I watched the derby. Rays. But I was in the other room watching 2001 A Space Odyssey. I was really leaning in this weekend.
0: Leaning into what, Kubrick or? Yeah, that movie.
1: That movie, really. You know, it's a a intense movie. I watched it over three days on three different screens, which is the way that Kubrick designed it to be watched. (laughs) On my phone, on the TV, on the, uh, I don't know, the rear view backup cam on my car. I was watching it on there. (laughs)
0: Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah you gotta hack that shit
1: yeah i can't believe that that movie's rated g would you guess that, that movie's rated g have you seen it
0: yeah i've i've seen it i've read the book even <laughs> Okay, yeah, i love that movie The great whatever movie. man okay it
1: is and it's like it's so <laughs> it, it is i mean it, there's no reason for it not to be rated g other than the fact that it's just like unsettling from the moment it starts to the moment it ends (laughs) yeah it just feels like a movie that would it could scar a kid if you show them that movie but it's rated g just like the lion king well birth of a nation
0: uh movies weren't were up until like the 70s late 70s uh movies were just like were it was like either g for general audience or it was just x i oh. i
1: think they
0: had i think they had shown some movies or had some movies that were out as r for really bad for like but i know pg13 or pg hadn't even come out yet
1: pg13 is the weirdest one it's like yeah. it's inappropriate and you should probably be 13 before you see it it's like okay what how you have to have if your
0: pg if your movies are pg-13 you have to have uh, nutted at least once to (laughs) to hear someone say shit
1: (laughs) two times if it's three that's an r
0: that's an r buddy you're old enough to vote
1: (laughs) It should just be PG Extra. That's what they should rebrand it, PG Extra. No one wants to be thinking about the number 13. It's unlucky. How is that the number they settled on?
0: I think people think like, yeah, they're mature enough. They're 13. They're already fucking, you know?
1: TV, got TV, was, TV was superstitious, though, because they went with TV 14.
0: Yeah, they were like, let's bump it up a, a one 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 year. <laughs>
1: It's not, un- it's not unlike, it's like a hotel, you know, just skip right from 12 to 14.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So I just got back from a show that I was not booked on, Oh. Um, but there was a bucket, it was a bucket show. That's why I went. And there was also some comedians on the show that I wanted to see. So, you know, win, win. Yeah. Um. And I had like resigned to the fact that I, cause there was two bucket. I didn't know the setup. There's two bucket spots throughout the show. The first one is after the first two comics and two more, and the second bucket. Um, oh, after okay. the first bucket, I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, like, there's, there's a lot of other comedians here. Yeah. Hanging out. And they're also like more established, like people know who they are. So they're probably, yeah. I've been to a bucket show, they pick the names, right? Yeah. At least that's, I've, I, you know, I've witnessed that many times. Um, but no, it was I the second it, I, I even went and bought a beer because I was like, I'm not going to drink until I do a set. I so often derail a set after I've had one beer because it just fucks my brain up just enough that I forget everything. Really, And I'm already I'm already like on the edge all the time of like, I'm going to forget everything. <laughs> um, so sometimes that one beer is like not enough. So two beers, I might be fine. I'll be like loose, but one beer is just like, it's going to fuck me up. So I had a beer after that first bucket spot happened because I resigned to myself. I'm not going to get up. The, the odds are so low. It's not going to happen. Um, and then sure enough, she reads the name, she pulls out the name. She's like, ah, I'm going to butcher this last name. And I was like, that is absolutely me. <laughs> it's going to be hundred percent for me. She's like, John shark. And I ran from the back and, uh, had a ripped it for three minutes, John. i will say I'll, yeah. I'll say I ripped it. It was it was okay, but it was uh, felt good.
0: Hell yeah, yeah. buddy. I good. think it
1: extra. I think it extra felt good because it was like I had like decided I'm not. It's not even gonna happen. And yeah. Then to go up and and you know not fuck it all up felt nice. Nice. Especially after nice the, like job, you buddy. know not doing a lot of stand up lately, so felt good. You're have simply you...
0: the best. <laughs>
1: That's all I needed to hear. I wish someone would have said that to me after my set. Um, oh yeah. What happened? I they it all
0: see was... you. Yeah, the comedians all you. turn
1: their backs and they're like, this guy sucks. Why did he get to go up and not me? I've been waiting exactly. around exactly. <laughs> I definitely felt that. Cuz I when I'm on stage and a lot of, the, you know, a lot of the comedians uh, kind of meandered back outside. Uh, ah. oh, watch me, please. I need your approval witness uh. me <laughs> <laughs> but no i chatted with some people after the show it was cool it was a uh, good night fun times and i'm buzzing clearly
0: yeah dude you're still you you're glowing your skin looks so beautiful right now
1: well that's the uh kratom i've been taking lots of that taking them by the handful and uh whoo hi as hell no i'm just kidding just kidding john oh, are Marley you podcasts just are you just are turns you? out sometimes i'm just kidding
0: Wait, are you kidding about kratom? Because I've been on that shit for like seven
1: years. Seven years, and I never even heard about it. Damn! Thanks for sharing. Yeah, it, dude. Tom.
0: I don't, I don't talk about that a lot. <laughs> Clearly, but yeah, I've been on, I've been doing kratom for twenty-eight years.
1: Wow, wow, First that' been more since the last time you said it, huh? <laughs> what
0: was that? Yeah, I started when I was seven. I uh, just, it just found me, you know, or or did I find it? I don't know.
1: Who rescued who?
0: Exactly. Hard to say. No, I know Kratom's like very bad for your like liver and stuff. Like people are like Ooh. doing it, doing it like, uh, doing it a lot. And then like over in like the UK and stuff, they're finding out like kids that was like 25 years old have like liver
1: failure and shit. From just doing Kratom really? Yeah. Wow. I wonder what, the, how much they're doing because I do, I do oh, take it sometimes for like, as like a stimulant, like coffee.
0: Oh wait, maybe we're thinking of talking about the wrong thing.
1: Hmm. Thinking of K2. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm talking about K2 buddy. Oh yeah. That's different. You smoke. That's what nice. I smoke in gas station bathrooms.
1: <laughs> what do you, what do you have to hide for you? It's not illegal to burn uh potpourri. And no, cameras. I know.
0: I just don't. I just like stinking up gas station bathrooms.
1: <laughs> I want it to smell like shit and also a head shop in here. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you, do you have any stories of doing that? Like you, uh, what? No, no, uh, stand up where like you thought like that you thought you weren't going to go on and then you all of a sudden did. And then like, it was awesome because you were thrown off.
0: Not really. I, I, I've been like, I've had the problem where like, I think I'm going on and then, and then I'm not. And then like two minutes before they're like, Oh, you're back on. And I'm like, what, what? And that's, that's ner- unnerving as fuck.
1: Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I don't like I've, that. I've I,
0: I like to be able to mentally prepare myself for a set. And then if they, so w- then when they tell me I'm not on, I'm like, Oh, okay. That's, I can just relax now. Yeah. And then and then they're like, hey, you're on. You're actually on. I'm like, oh, shit. OK, well, fuck. And now I'm I'm on in two minutes and I got to be and I got to be funny now. Fuck.
1: I yeah, wasn't was lying hey, for the bathroom. <laughs> I'm 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 actively taking a shit. You couldn't have waited for me to come back in the showroom. Me later. are on an extra person. You told yeah. me I was off. No, I had that. I had that happen. I'm I'm going to want I'm going to I wanted to tell this story is why I asked. But also I wanted to know. But uh, I was working the door at Go Bananas. I don't remember when it was, 2013 or something. Um, yeah. And it was when uh, Kyle Canane, Sean Patton, yeah, and Nate Craig were that? doing that tour. And it was, oh, I, I was... think, Thursday. What was it called?
0: Oh, I forget the tour. What the tour name was called, but I was at every show that they put on there. I remember this. Okay,
1: so you, so you, you were there for this then? Yeah. But I was working the door, and they were running like they were running late, but Go Bananas. Doesn't start shows late, which no, I've don't. always loved about. Yeah, me th- too. Occasionally happens now when a certain uh, Tommy Woo is, uh, Bobby Wu is, uh, you know, in charge. It starts a little bit late. Yeah. But that's what I've always loved about the club, you know. Shows start late a lot of places. Not go bananas. The show starts on time.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm seating people. As the door guy. Mikey comes up to me. He's like, they're running late. You got a host. I'll let you in there here. And I'm like, oh, fuck shit. Yes. This Is amazing. I'm terrified, but I yeah. could do this. I was, you know, yeah. I was still, you know, I had hosted maybe a couple times, yeah, New comic. Uh, also a better comedian back then, yeah, because I cared more, because <laughs> I cared more, <laughs> I was hungry for it, yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> I'm finding that hunger again, John, here in Atlanta, oh, yeah. Uh, but so he tells me that, you know, it's 10 minutes to showtime, 15 minutes to showtime, I'm still seating people. But I'm like, all right, I'll do this bit. I'll do this bit. I'll do this bit. And then yeah. he comes up to me like two minutes before the show starts. He's like, they're here. You're good. You're not going to go. You don't have to go up. I was like, all right. Kind of sucks. Yeah. But relax now. And Then it's eight o'clock. The lights. He's about to go turn the lights off. He's like, you're going on. And I was like, ah, all right. Here what? we go. I was ready. <laughs> I w- I got myself ready. And then he told me I'm not doing it. So yeah. I like chilled. But I was ready, but I was chilled, and I was like, "Okay, it's not happening." And he's like, "You're going," and I fucking did like eight minutes, and uh, I think I have it recorded somewhere. Nice. Um, and uh, I think I hit. That was
0: that, was that I, Thursday show.
1: I think it was a Thursday show. That it was it was a night that they just did one show. Maybe they did a one show Friday, but I doubt it. So it's probably no, Thursday.
0: They did. They did both shows Friday and Saturday. I, I don't think. I think I might have missed that Thursday show, though. Okay. But I was yeah. there the rest of the week.
1: Yeah. But then, so they had me host the rest of the show too. So I, I got to bring everybody up. Oh, nice. Got, uh, Cause Nate Craig was, I guess, hosting those shows for the yeah. rest of the weekend for the tour and stuff. Um, but when I brought Sean Patton up, he had a really funny riff about how, uh, you know, he, ha- he does every job here at the club. He, he works the door. He hosts the show. He's making the chicken fingers in the back. He's the manager. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not far from the truth. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, <laughs> comedians do run that fucking place. So,
0: uh, you were. Oh, yeah. yeah, I only worked. I've. Been, I mean, I mean, you and I. You worked at Go Bananas more than I have. I've tried, dude. I've tried to work at Go Bananas. I. I was able to do a door guy shift, one time. Oh yeah, one night.
1: How'd that go? Do first you
0: remember? Show, Oh yeah, there's a reason why they weren't at. Okay, so first show. This guy, uh this guy's front row, stage uh to the left, right, like right to the left of the, the left, stage. Right. Yeah. Stage right. But Adjacent if you looking
1: to the stage.
0: <laughs> yeah, just right and you know, and he was getting drunk and making comments True. and at, at one point he like Walked across the stage, not like across the entire stage, but onto the stage like to get to go to the bathroom. It. Yeah, I've just seen that like move. just like what are you doing? Yeah, and then I'm like, and, I was, and and then he kept making comments. I just go up to him and I just go, "Hey, I'm I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Just please keep the comments to yourself." That's all I said. Right yep. afterwards, his wife, uh-oh, can't fight his own battles. Karen, Karen's here. You're a fucking asshole, telling my husband to be quiet. He was helping. What was he doing? That was so bad. I'm like, well, he did walk across the stage, and she was like, he was trying to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, there are easier ways to do that. And dude, he was, and she was just launching into me, just you know, finger, fucking, finger, fucking me. You know how Karens yeah, do? That's hot. Yeah, that's dude. Hot. Uh, and then and then and then I finally, after like five minutes of her just calling me an asshole, I'm just like, okay, miss, I don't. uh, What do you want me to say? The show's over. You're supposed to leave. What What do you want me to do? I just asked. I asked nicely. I didn't make a scene, and it shut him up. Why are you yelling at me? And and she was just like, she was like, I need to speak to your manager. I'm like, fine. He's gonna (laughs) tell you the exact same thing.
1: This place doesn't have a manager. Yeah, dude. Oh, you mean
0: the dude, the dude getting high by the dumpsters? Yeah, I'll go. Let me go grab him. I'm sure he's gonna give a shit.
1: Jeff Tate always told me he's like, just tell them you're the manager. (laughs) And I'm like, maybe. I don't think I ever did it because I always just wanted Marty to handle it. Because I'm like, he's the fucking owner. I'm not. Yeah, dude. I'm not getting hurt for sixty dollars.
0: Yeah, dude. And and then and then after that, no more. Because that lady just made a fucking scene, so now I don't get to work the door at bananas anymore.
1: That sucks. Yeah, dude, that's bullshit. That's like a standard. That's a standard door guy thing. Like I know, right? At least you went and asked them. There's so many people who've worked the door over the pa- over the years that just don't even say anything. Yeah, they're like too afraid, and I get it. It's fucking terrifying. It, it ruined is. comedy in that room for me for a while. Like I know, my favorite right? place, the first place I ever, the first club I ever went to, like first thing I did when I turned 18 was go to Go Bananas Comedy Club. Love that place. And like for a while, I could not really fully enjoy myself at shows because the whole time I'm like on edge yeah. because I'm like, we're going yeah. to get that motherfucker out. It's like, it's not your job anymore, man. You don't have to do it. Yeah, I know.
0: You're having flashbacks.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, nom. Working the door at Go Bananas was my nom. Yeah, dude. And it came but with free chicken tenders
0: one time uh, being a door guy at bananas. And then they're just like, yeah, we don't need them. We have... but I mean, even when they were like, even when they were like struggling and you would see uh Kurtz put out a post like, Hey, we need help. at go bananas tonight. I'd be like, Hey man, I'm available. I've <laughs> jeez, Damn. nothing. No, they, they, Marty does not want me to work for, for that.
1: Company. Even get, even getting upstaged by Billy, that guy. I know. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, listen It's a bit of a It's it's good Like, I don't It, it was good money For, you know Yeah Second gig and shit um, But it also Like I said It it definitely made me Enjoy comedy differently Because, like I was, yeah. I was on edge for a while
0: The yeah. only other time I also worked one time As a chef And got one time Yeah Echo Bananas
1: How you How ha- have you done that kind of kitchen work before?
0: uh, To some extent I had been, I'd been in the red lobster kitchen as my first job when I was 18. Yeah.
1: What were you? Well, I won't, I won't derail it. How, how was the go bananas experience?
0: Oh, it was terrible. It was a heavy chicken wing crowd night. Oh, everyone wanted chicken wings. Uh, So when I got there, like no one, I really explained it, like how any of this worked, like that you're supposed it's to like, turn get on back there. Yeah, basically. Anyway, I turn, I turn the, uh, I turn on the deep fryers, right. I'm making shit. I'm, I'm doing everything, but then, uh, Way night. And then the way it, it, something was happening with the, with the fryer, the deep fryer that I'm like, this isn't right. So I have to, asked somebody, I'm like, hey, man, what's going on with this? And they're like, that's not heated up all the way. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> where
1: and then, and then I'm like, warm? what?
0: And then they're like, yeah. The, and then they showed me that the line on the there's no numbers or anything on this where this is supposed to go. But there is a dot. There's a line the on it. <laughs> there's a line. But here's here's how brilliant it is. You, you match the line up. There's a line, there's like a, a little dash on the metal and a line on the knob. So you, so one would assume you matched them up. No, right, you're supposed to guess. turn it, you're supposed to turn it beyond the
1: line. <laughs> and I'm like, dude. Obviously.
0: Yeah, this has never been explained to me and I just gave the entire club food poisoning. Fuck.
1: Yeah. You're not on the hook for that, man. You're not an employee. Uh- <laughs> It was... Oh, boy.
0: Yeah, so, like, people were complaining that their chicken wings were cold, and I'm like, ah, my chicken legs are cold? Shit.
1: This this woman just broke her tooth on a frozen chicken wing. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) It's like, oh, no, it was just extra crispy. It's not frozen. Yeah, yeah. It's icy hot. You know, it's so hot. It tastes cold.
0: (laughs) It's that new icy hot chicken wing.
1: (laughs) Menthol chicken wings. Yeah, dude. Just got banned.
0: Yeah, what about that? What the fuck was up with that? You want to get into politics?
1: We can't. Oh, I don't really have anything that I want to talk about specifically, but we can talk about this. I, don't, I didn't actually look into it. I've only heard people reacting I, to it. That's what
0: I, I haven't looked into, but it seems, it seems that he's, that he's like going to try and ban menthol cigarettes.
1: I think they are banned. I think that's what the thing is. I don't think it's like that something is going to happen. I think it happened. Like menthol cigarettes are done. Like flavored tobacco products are done.
0: Damn, that's That's terrible.
1: And I think that might also apply to like jewels and like vapes and stuff. No more like cherry, mango. Well, that's already been an effect. Oh, that's been an effect for a
0: long time.
1: Maybe it is just menthols and like, because people are talking about Swisher sweets too. So like that type of shit. It's like, why? You can't even have flavored wraps. Like that stuff's not not for kids. They're trying to prevent kids from getting a hold of it or the kids wanting it, but it's like, Oh, i didn't know anybody in high school that was well I guess they were smoking menthols. so never mind I know people but most you know, weren't.
0: you know you know who's who's what kids are smoking parents of kids that, that smoke yeah right, like, yeah the parents are the one that start smoking and the kids try and steal like some cigarettes out of their mom's purse or Maybe their sister, maybe their older yeah, exactly. older siblings' so, room.
1: So, so the they, first cigarettes they have, the ones that they get hooked on, are the ones that their parents yeah, have, not the ones that they decide, oh, I want the mango-flavored Yeah, cigarettes. I know, right? <laughs> well, at least they're doing the stuff that people really voted him in for. You know, That's why yeah. I voted for Biden, so he would get rid of the camel crush. I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I did, I did try menthol. I, I've never been a cigarette guy, but there have been nights where I have a few. Uh, when I'm drinking and I had a menthol, I had a camel crush. It was a menthol. And I was like, this is repulsive.
0: Yeah. I've never liked menthol.
1: It like, it didn't make it better. Like if it made, if it like cut the harshness or something of the cigarette, I would understand that. Or if it was cooling at all, it just like, was in just another weird flavor. Yeah. It's very strange. So I say good riddance. That's the point I'm trying to make.
0: Okay. I'm not, I think, I think the ban on the flavored, on the flavored jewel pods was whatever, I guess. It's, it, again, it's, it's, it's kind of stupid, but whatever. But trying to ban menthol cigarettes, dude, or banning menthol cigarettes is just, that's so dumb.
1: It's a waste of time and resources, just like everything else. That yeah, they do, dude. You know? And I don't even know no. who that's like, I don't even know who that's appealing to. Like, I don't think that there's any like mother's group saying, finally, we got the menthols. We yeah. got them. Yeah,
0: maybe. I'm sure there are that delusional <laughs> people out there, right? Because there are, I mean, there are flat earther <laughs> groups out there like, oh man, another guy went off the deep end, you know?
1: And there's a group for everything, you know? there There's yeah. mothers again, M A N C. Mothers Against Newport cigarettes. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> I like to throw my Virginia tobacco flavored jewel at them.
1: Virginia tobacco flavored. Is that yeah, different than uh, wherever else they grow tobacco?
0: So they basically just have I guess they're just down to cigarette flavored and Virginia tobacco flavored now.
1: Hmm. They no, did it would have menthol. Smart. It would be smart if they just label it like tropical tobacco and it's just mango <laughs> so no they, like they the can't tropics. even
0: advertise that now they should oh, advertise the it as extra cigarette but it's actually mango
1: <laughs> extra tar that's extra tar vapes one. there's no tar in the vape It just tastes like tar because yeah. I know that's the flavor you like
0: extra rat poison for you <laughs> But it's just blueberry kumquat.
1: Oh man, what's a kumquat? I can't even think of what that is.
0: It's a type of fruit.
1: Mmm. Okay. I was. See, I was thinking baked good. <laughs>
0: God, you're dumb. That Thank God true. you're so pretty.
1: I'm. I'm okay. I'm a six at best. Let's be real.
0: Hey man, I've been a four my entire life. <laughs> Even as a baby, they're like, oh, that's that's not a heartbreaker, but uh, he's, he's <laughs> going to get some strange every once in a while.
1: <laughs> Love the idea of, of the attending nurse using the <laughs> term strange. Yeah. 1986. Hey, Seven. buddy. 86, you got it. Great friend. <laughs> you are. Oh, hey, here's a fun fact. On the show tonight, I was the only straight white male... Hell yeah! Folks, Isn't that great? I'm finally a minority. Yes. Hell yeah! I'm using it in my bio.
0: Dude, I love when they when they diversify <laughs> lineups because that means that I'm getting my straight my white male uh, approach to things is going to be unique for that audience.
1: Exactly, it's niche now.
0: Yeah, dude
1: women do be shopping damn I didn't even think about it that way (laughs) (laughs) no it was I actually all of the book spots were women except for the closer and that was a gay man very funny show and I was the straight male and I was like it's good it does it feels good yeah and uh that is a position of privilege to be like finally I'm a minority you know yeah, Fox News has been telling me for all these years as I watch it every single day and fill my brain with it that I, that the Mexicans and uh, the African Americans and, uh, and the Asian Americans and the the Canadians probably are all they're all taken over and we're and we white men are going to be in the minority and I'm, I'm I'm glad to finally be seeing that in the real world.
0: Hell yeah! It's about damn time. <laughs>
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, Another thing, but I don't. Yeah,
0: what else? What you got? I don't have it. Oh, okay. I'll keep. I'll keep mumbling about about the State of the Union.
1: Oh yeah, that happened. I didn't watch it. I saw people tweeting about it while it was happening. I was. Yep. I don't know what I was doing actually, but uh, I was watching Jeopardy or something.
0: Hell yeah. How, what, how do you think, how's Brett Favre doing on Jeopardy?
1: <laughs> He's great. He he does keep talking about his Levi's, which I feel like is so corporate, man. I can't believe he sold out like that, but I mean, he was all right. He was pretty good. Nice.
0: I just want to tell him, hey, buddy, they're Wranglers, not Stranglers. You know what I'm talking about?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, he does the Wrangler, not the, that That makes it even weirder that it's Levi's.
0: Yeah, why are you talking He's not even about even
1: sponsored. He just loves. Yeah. Them. I guess he just loves them.
0: I'm just saying, whatever when pair of jeans you own, let your boys breathe a little bit, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, you gotta. I'm. I can't talk. I'm wearing some some Target jeans that are tight. You can see the entire outline of it. Ooh. Um, I'm talking about my hemorrhoid, folks. Hey. Mm-hmm. Sticking out the back. Mm-hmm. Let me see <laughs> that ass, Mark. Woo. Um, yeah, dude. There you go. <laughs> All right, so that made me think of this. I, did, I didn't I did know if I wanted to bring this up, but I told Paige the other day, and I realized yeah. how insane. So, all right, you know, it doesn't matter if you know the song. I'm sure you've heard it. It's a Zach Brown band song, Chicken Fried. That's the name of the song. You know what I like with chicken fry? Cold beer on a Friday night. That song? Man, I, man, I doubt I've heard that, heard that but it right. sounds
0: familiar. Oh, Jeans That Fit Just Right. I have heard this one.
1: Yep. That's a that's a line from... All right. I guess I like it. I'm embarrassed that I like it, but I do. Uh-huh. But the first time I ever downloaded the song was back in like 2009. I was in college, 2000. It was back when it was popular. Oh, yeah. And the last verse of that song, all of us... It's, it's all about just, just this kind of Americana type stuff, cookouts, Jane's at Fit, all that shit. Like, I love oh. my Southern life. And then the last refrain is about like... S- salute the ones who died, who died to save their lives, like about oh, yeah. the troops and stuff. And it's yeah, like, it's it. so pandery and shitty and like, and it comes out of left field. Cause it's yeah. like, none of it's even about that at all. And then it's just like, thank you for sacrificing your life. So I don't have to lose my chicken fry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so as a, you know, 19 year old, whatever, uh anti-flag fan, you know, lefty commie whatever I was back then. Yeah. I uh I threw that song into audacity, chopped that refrain out and uploaded it onto my iPod without that <laughs> without that verse. Hell
0: yeah. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> so I could listen to that song and not be annoyed by the pandery patriotism, you know, war machine <laughs> propaganda <Yep>. bullshit. <laughs> Because I do love my chicken fry, John. Hey, man. Cold beer on a Friday night.
0: Yeah, but have you thought about the fact that maybe those who died for chicken fried weren't the troops? Maybe he's talking about.
1: Damn, dude. It could be woke as hell. He's talking about all the lives lost, all of the Iraqi lives lost, so we don't have to lose our chicken fry.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right? Like maybe he's talking about the uh, struggle, the oppressed making chicken fried.
1: They don't, he doesn't say the U.S. military, the troops, the Marines. He says, salute the ones who died, who gave their lives. That's all he says.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. What about those? Could be ISIS. They gave their lives. Say
0: his name. They Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> say his name. Woo. Zach Brown. Zach Brown is right. Say his name. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> say his name. <laughs> Woo. Damn, we're cooking now. For sure. Yeah. No, fuck that. We're too good looking.
0: We're definitely too good looking, right? We're too, look, we're,
1: I can't remember. Have I worn this
0: Adidas jacket on the
1: pod yet? You have. I've worn this hat. I've worn this shirt. We're going to start. Ah, shit. You know what, we got to start over, jackass. <laughs> we got capsule wardrobes. We only got so many cool looking stuff that no, we want to wear no, on the screen.
0: No, I have many outfits, John. I believe it. You know it. It's not that you should believe it. You know it. I fucking shit.
1: You got to start cycling through all those fall jackets.
0: Oh, man. I don't even think I
1: have half of them anymore. I was just about to ask that. Do you hold on to them or do they kind of fall apart and you get rid of them?
0: I sometimes like this last one I had to just throw out. It was like the entire sleeve from like the shoulder or from the elbow to like almost to the cuff was blown out. Nice. I throw that one out. It was it was just beyond repair.
1: You know, that's an aspect of of the fall jackets and the winter jackets that I never even thought of. Is that you're you're giving these jackets a final home for them to die on, a yeah. homes for them to die on,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then they can pat. You know, they can move on to the they the can next move life, on to the spirit to the leather realm. Yeah, dissolve into the landfill at Rumkey.
0: Hell yeah! It's I can of I- nothing. That's how I want to go. Just throw my body in a in a dumpster. <laughs> Take me to Mount Rumpke.
1: <laughs> Bury me on Mount Rumpke. <laughs> that's a that's a country
0: song if I ever heard one.
1: Oh yeah, man. There's that there's that uh, Cincinnati Northern Kentucky uh, folk country band called the Rumpke Mountain Boys. Such a great name. Yeah, oh, actually. Look them up. I need to after this. Oh, they're after good. Saying this.
0: I've seen them a couple times.
1: Yeah. I've seen, I have always see Jeff Tate posting about yeah. him, like going to his show, their shows or, you know, back when shows were happening. But uh, great name. Great name for a band. Yeah, dude. Mountain Boys. Because the people outside of Cincinnati have no idea what that means. They're like, oh, no, yeah, Rumkey Mountain. No. I guess that's a place in Ohio. <laughs> it's a landfill. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, literally. It's
0: a, best views of the city. Rumkey <laughs> Mountain. Oh, uh,
1: that's funny.
0: Well, uh,
1: uh, all right. I was gonna say, you so this, I think this was almost two weeks ago now, but you had, uh, you had Anthony DeVito on your alleyway. Yeah, yeah, how'd that come together?
0: Uh, he, he's okay. So his girlfriend, a very funny woman named Julie, uh, Salmon. Okay, uh, Is her sister just had gave birth to a baby and she lives in Cincinnati.
1: Oh,
0: so they've been actually traveling back and forth from Cincinnati to New York. Uh, like this, like over the winter for like six months. Wow. But but there were no shows happening then in Cincinnati. Right. Right. So they just, they just kind of hung out, didn't really do anything. And then, and then, they were coming back again this time, and then they hit up Lee. He, Anthony DeVito hit up Lee, Kimball, Kimberl, Uh, and, and then Lee hooked him up with our show. So oh, yeah. It, yeah, so they both did the show. They were both very funny. I've it seems like they're gonna be in Cincinnati for a minute. He's gonna keep traveling back and forth, but I think he said something. Uh, Solomon said something like uh, three months or something. I can't remember now. Wow.
1: That's but, cool, yeah, man. that's an that's awesome to have someone like that in town. Yeah, dude, it's
0: great. He's a fucking phenomenal. He's a, a powerhouse comic, right? Like he's incredible. Real good. Incredible yeah. that the show,
1: the one show that I went to where he and Greg Stone co-headlined yeah. with Willie Bostic hosting,
0: that was. Amazing. I remember of, that. I
1: mean, I've seen so many amazing shows at like Go Bananas, but at least especially like in recent memory, like one of the like just fucking best shows. Like I was laughing oh, so hard the whole time. That was so good. Uh, I went to I went to a show on Tuesday at a place called Limerick Junction. It's yeah. A, it's a bar. It's they they're known in the Atlanta comedy scene, I think, mostly for the lightning round open mic, that used to happen on Tuesdays, which it is coming back, but it's also a book show before that. Um, and it's just a little bar. Um, and I got to see Ms. Pat fucking oh, rocket for six people and fucking oh my ro- God. like fucking I laughed for twenty minutes straight. Like my dude. face was, Ms. was Ms. Pat. Wet. Ms.
0: Pat's too good.
1: It was amazing. She was like fucking with there was this there was a super drunk couple, they were like kissing and she started going off on them. <laughs> like she was dude, it was like there's especially like being away from comedy for so long and like to just like bear witness to that and just be part of that was like incredible. Cause I, I guess she's, I don't know if she lives here. I think she's from Atlanta, but I thought she lived in Indy for some reason.
0: Yeah. I think, I think she, I mean, I know she's coastal.
1: Regardless. I think she she's has in town. That
0: show and stuff. Yeah.
1: I think she's in town shooting that show.
0: Oh, that might be so it. like another that season of the it. show,
1: but I wasn't, I wasn't, but maybe she lives here. But I, I totally thought she lived in Indy because I feel like she pops up. At yeah, she. I, I think
0: I, I don't know now that I, dude, but I love her regardless. She's a, she's a hilarious comic and a very powerful speaker. Like dude, if you, I mean, if was, like if you can really turn your emotions in, in a comedy set too.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm getting goosebumps as you saying that. Like I, I can't remember if I saw her at Go Bananas. I don't know if I've actually seen her live. That might have been the first time I saw her live and it was like it was incredible. Like, and it was also a reminder of like, I know myself, I can get down on myself if a crowd is not big and like not into yeah. it. And it's like, fuck you. You're never too big for that. While like watching yeah. that, you're like, she's I know, right? The top. She's like one of the, like there's nobody better than her, you know? dude. Um, so, and then she did it. And she did great, and like the other comics in the show, some people were getting pops, but it was like it was like a bar show that has six people at it. Um, <laughs> Dude, but she got, fucking she, those, she lit that room on fire for twenty minutes, nice. and it was nice. It was so Dude, crazy. It was awesome.
0: That's what I love about the type of headliners you like, Miss Pat, Stuart Huff, You know, people who are just like truth tellers. Yeah, who can just really. You're not just going there. I mean, you're going to laugh and laugh a lot. But also, it's going to make you think. It's going to make you. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change your emotions and how you perceive things. Definitely. And.
1: Yeah. But I yeah, mentioned it was-
0: Stuart Huff because, like, he's done those shows. He doesn't give a fuck if there's six people mm-hmm. in the audience. He'll, he'll fucking. He, just like Miss Pat, he'll fucking change the gambit of the entire room with that with those six people
1: yeah yeah it was a it was a sight to behold and it was like such a cool fucking thing to just like witness because i just thought i was going to hang out at a show and i knew she had popped in there a few weeks ago but like just to get to see it and also for and it, it was it's also like you could see someone show up and just kind of run their bits and then go but she like she was, she was like, I need to get this fucking crowd yeah. first. And yeah. she did, and she laid into them. She laid into them and got them going, and then she did her bits, and then she peaced out, and it was just like, fuck.
0: Yeah, Incredible. dude, that's that's how you do it. Yeah. You don't just fucking, you don't. I was, so that podcast that I did last week uh, was how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. Yep.
1: Yeah. Great Kubrick because, reference.
0: Well, yeah, another Kubrick reference, buddy. Uh, it's a podcast by Lauren Hutton and Luke Fagenbush, who uh, you just get go on there and tell your bomb stories as a comic or yeah. terrorist. You know what? I think they're looking <laughs> to expand their brand.
1: Why not? You know, don't want to, don't want to narrow yourself down. There's no other Can't podcast on. doing that. Hey,
0: there's, there's podcasts for everybody. Uh, so uh, I think I think I t- I talked about this time uh this bar show I did up in Columbus where
1: don't tell the whole story go listen to the no podcast. no no I'm
0: I'm just gonna I'm just gonna narrow it down I'm gonna I talked about I talked about it, a bomb it. in Columbus Ohio a bomb at Go Bananas and a bomb at uh. Mayday, now Northside Yacht Club. Yeah. All three of those bombs, I didn't take credit for them all. I blamed every other person on that show, in Not that me. audience. Not me, buddy. That Did shit you... don't happen to me. I don't bomb. I turn diamond, I turn coal into diamonds every time. It's only gold for me.
1: And I turned diamonds into sand, if that makes sense. <laughs> Everything was going so great, and then it just dissolved. What the fuck it happened? Dissolved. Up what,
0: it, it was glass. <laughs> it was glass the entire time. Fake diamonds. Cubit.
1: Yeah, cubit. <laughs> Man, I, um, I remember bombing a guest set at Go Bananas just a few years ago in a way that was like soul rattling. <laughs>
0: Oh dude, same with me. That's one of the stories I told was just it was for Cy Amundsen and Tom Dustin. And I did a guest. What set. a duo. I know, right? And it was a and I just I ate I didn't eat dicks. I didn't eat a bag of dicks. I just ate one giant dick, right? Like just like
1: you had to take chunks out of it.
0: Yeah. I no, it was it was so bad.
1: Yeah. The thing about this particular guest set, it was uh Andy Woodhull was headlining.
0: Oh fuck. Yeah, but Woodhall knows you, you know.
1: Yeah. Not well enough. Oh no. I don't think I mean, I don't know. It doesn't matter. He doesn't remember the fucking set. It's fine. Yeah, probably. But like not. I was I was I was trying to get a recording for like a festival submission and like I was working on the set all day. It was all oh. bits. It's like it's like bits that I did tonight, like the shit about veganism and stuff. Yeah. And like I was working on this at all. Like I wrote it all out and I was like I was getting ready and like being in the space for it. And then I just fucking ate shit for five straight minutes. And I was just like, All right. I like I don't know what else I could do. Like I don't know. I I, I honestly can't cause there's plenty of times where I'm like I'm fully aware this didn't go well because I said this wrong and I fucked it up. I'm very yeah. aware of that, but this was the kind of set where I was just like, they just didn't like me from the start, and they fucking mm-hmm. hated me till the end.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, dude, that, they were just—they didn't care. That's what happened with me on that on that Simon's. I think because here's because I did. I I think it was because, and I mentioned this on the podcast. I'm not trying to double dip, but I think it's because I mentioned I said the phrase up top. I'm a liberal guy. Mm. And then I went into all my jokes about being a liberal guy, which was, which is like, which is jokes, you know, you've heard me hurt. You've heard before just resting uh-huh. bitch face. Uh, trans rights.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know those. Yeah. And, and like no homo.
1: Are you looking for a response from me? I yeah, I'm kind of like, I'm,
0: I'm looking for you to acknowledge that you know these jokes. Yes, you've heard yes, these of course. <laughs> millions of times. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Okay, thank you. A simple head nod or acknowledge of the light will do, John Shrek.
1: I was looking, you know, I was uh, trying <laughs> to keep eye contact. I'm Liz, I'm riveted. I'm trying not to talk over you, for Christ's sake.
0: All right. Well, <laughs> I, I did those jokes, and, uh, and then... I I got at most at most I got and hmm damn yeah dude
1: and that's a front or, row you don't hear front, that or it's not
0: no you you're exactly right that was the front row audience <laughs> member who would just be like <laughs> yeah just <laughs> that cuz i was staring right at her right i'm just like
1: <laughs> so, so it was tell a, me I'm please. not funny
0: <laughs> you gonna tell me I'm not funny? And so she would let out
1: uh, a, <laughs> "Dude, I get why people don't want to sit in the front row of a comedy show. I get no, it. I-, <laughs> I get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, I hated that. Speaking of speaking of doorman, I think I, when I was, mm. I think it was like, I think I sat people another time." Just impromptu, like I was just doing it for, for someone who had to pee or something like that. It was at, and I was at a uh, – it was a – all right, I'm not going to – it was a crowd work comic. Okay. You know, a, a comic who only does crowd work. And then I would sit people up front of the show, and they'd be like, ooh, I don't know about sitting up front. And I'd have to say something like – Oh, don't worry. If you don't talk to them, they won't talk to you. <laughs> Just lie straight to their face because I knew, no, they were going to talk to you.
1: He's going to talk to you and he's going to mention the thing on your fucking forehead. So maybe try to cover that yeah, up with some yeah. makeup or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cover up that zit. You got concealer in there, lady.
1: What else you got that huge purse there for? Come on. He didn't bring that. Come on, that
0: bag you call a purse.
1: He's going to make fun of the purse, too. Take it back to the car.
0: You, you might as well just go home thank you for your money but you can't get a refund
1: you can buy a six pack and go you don't want to watch this show <laughs> no I would I would as a default I'd take people if the front seats are not filled I take them there and if they don't mm-hmm. want it they'll say it and if not deal with it you're gonna you're gonna have fun you're gonna it's have gonna fun. add another level of comfortability but you're gonna it's gonna make it
0: yeah. better. yeah yeah
1: I sat in the front row. This is before I even tried comedy, I think. Um, I went to a Sunday show with a good friend of mine from college to see John again. And we sat in the front row and he made eye contact with me so many times throughout the set. And I was like, every time it was like, a, please don't hate me. <laughs> in, my, in my head. I was like, please don't hate me. I think you're great. You're one of my favorites. I love you. dude. Um, again. It is it is unsettling when the I try to do it as a comedian in in a way because I know that it's a little unsettling and like people like pay attention even harder. Yeah. Um. But it, it as a person in the audience who's not a comedian sitting in the front row making eye contact consistently with the comedian is like one it makes you feel you're part of it and two it's a little unsettling because you're like I don't know you but you are making more eye contact than my father. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like anybody in my life.
0: Yeah. Definitely more than my autistic son, <laughs> who also does comedy.
1: <laughs> He's on stage right now. Oh, the He's might, on wow.
0: stage. He won't look me in the eye, but he'll uh, <laughs> tell me that I suck right to my face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, like, uh, the all the shutdown and everything has, like, really, like, triple, like, double and triple affirmed my, like, love of stand-up comedy as much as uh, I get anxious about it and, like... Yeah, dude. Frustrated with aspects of it, which that's gonna be the case with anything, but, like... I just well, honestly, it,
0: John, you're... I'm I'm coming up on 10 years. You've been doing this a year longer than me, so, dude, you're fucking... If you do, if you don't have like mixed feelings about something you've been doing for 11 <laughs> plus years, then you then you're still delusional.
1: Yeah, I wish I was. That's the thing. I, know, I right? want that. I want that three year delusion again. I want Dude, it.
0: I was so hot when I was three years in. Yeah. I had heat back then. Ten years in. Not so much. People are just like, <laughs> oh, shit, he's still here.
1: Oh, OK. All right.
0: Yeah, they're just like they're just like shit. This guy, this guy should have left a while ago.
1: <laughs> that is the that's a big part of the excitement of like being in a new city where there's like yeah. a lot of opportunities starting to pop up. Because COVID's over. that's the thing. I was talking to people tonight. They're like, yeah, there's not a lot of stuff happening. And in my head, I'm like, there's kind of a lot of stuff happening already. So like when stuff's yeah, happening, dude. there's gonna be stuff happening. So I'm I'm pretty excited, man. Nice, nice. Hopefully, hopefully it turns into something. Hopefully, I'm not. Uh, alienating anybody i feel like i'm uh, no you're definitely doing that myself yeah everyone hates you too i know I know.
0: everyone hates you except for me i'm the only one i'm the only one you can count on and uh and also stop saying that i'm manipulative
1: i would never say that john i don't know why (laughs) who's telling you that is it sarah yes i knew it yeah he's against
0: us john
1: our only fans (laughs) <laughs> yeah but it's also uh it's weird doing a three spot i uh yeah. i literally so the last time i did a three spot was at helium and it was two years almost two years ago I helium indie yeah in Indy. okay they're open mic i just did a three spot um, so I literally went back and looked for the set list from that show. Cause like it went really well. So it's like, I'm just going to replicate nice. it. Let's see how it nice. goes. Yeah. It I've been doing well. that a lot. Yeah.
0: Just going back. If, especially in times when I'm like, where I'm, uh, where it's kind of, it's kind of a sudden thing, a yeah. sudden spot, you know, excuse me, uh, But also, I just do that when I'm ill prepared. I'll just go back, find a nice five minute spot that I did, and then just and then just replicate that.
1: Just rock it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I um, I I did a show last night. Like an it it was a I I got a message about it on like Wednesday. He's like, you want to do Saturday? I was like, great. Oh, awesome. Six six people in the audience. I did like ten minutes. It was great, Um, dude. I mean, it was awkward. Like I'm still shaking off that rust because i've gone up like this is like my fourth today was my fifth set Dude, i think this year fifth set
0: you don't have to be fucking bill burt fifth time out you know
1: right i know but what i'm saying is that like it is like it was even shocking to me because i was like all right i'm gonna do my catholic school stuff i've, I've that is my oldest bit that i still do yeah to my like 2011 or 12 like legitimately
0: Ooh.
1: hell yeah um And I haven't added much to it since then, John.
0: (laughs) Wait, the cat-holic?
1: No, no, no. I haven't heard you do that
0: bit in a long Oh, man, I'm surprised
1: you've seen that
0: bit. Dude, what do you mean you're surprised? I saw you like a year in.
1: I guess. I didn't realize that I was doing it that long.
0: (laughs) Dude, yeah, I remember that joke, and I remember thinking. I remember seeing that you do that joke at R.P. McMurphy's. I've never told you this.
1: Oh, okay, I was definitely doing it there. I'm remembering now.
0: I remember seeing that, hearing that cat-holic joke and being like, "Who? that's pretty bad.
1: (laughs) 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 It's so funny because that's also the bit that like I, people have referenced that bit to me recently, like a bit. It's a a memorable bit. That's the thing. Yeah, People remember it, but it's bad.
0: Yeah, man i remember the rest because the rest of the bit's not bad it's just about your catholic upbringing catholic school upbringing
1: well yeah i mean that's that's like a standalone but that's before the the bits that i'm talking about the catholic high school bits that's what i'm talking about Oh, okay the sex stuff the sex oh yeah yeah condoms um and like i stumbled i kind of stumbled through it you know like, yeah, those are like the bits that I turn to as tried and true. Like if I'm ever doing a longer set, I'm like, I can turn to those. because I know they work and I know them. They're just baked into my brain. And I did them last night and I'm like, they are no longer baked into my brain. <laughs> They're hey, gone.
0: Something, something else is baked in your brain. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, I know that. It's that Kratom and K2. Kratom both. and that's K2. K, that's 3K. Too. That's 3K. Hey, man,
0: we, don't want, we don't need to get canceled again. <laughs>
1: I was not even doing a triple K joke. Three Ks and you're out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you got
0: it. Three Ks and you're out. That's how I live. But there life.
1: it is. And we got the Rheingeist logo, which I've been told is a little clanny by a Jewish person. And uh, oof, should I wear it in public anymore? I don't know.
0: I mean, the ghost head, the skull head definitely looks a little clanny.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know they're going for a... a a suppository and going into a butthole thing with this mm-hmm. logo, but like people don't see that. They don't see a butt plug. They see no. systemic oppression. <laughs> Hot riff right there. That was a fun one.
0: That was a great one.
1: I like to call it out when it's fun.
0: Yeah, man. How else are you going to know? You're not? All right, we've probably been going about an hour, maybe.
1: Let's see what my audio recording is. Now. First, yeah, probably string, less than an hour. Let's, let's keep. To bars. Fifty-eight minutes and forty-five seconds. We've got a minute and fifteen that we got to get through No. Um, I'm sure I had other shit that I wanted to talk about, but I don't necessarily know what it was. There's, there's something. I think my audio was probably quiet there just for a second, but, uh, so I was seeing this on Twitter today and it was, it was annoying me when I was driving around and I was thinking about it. Um, so apparently voters in Austin, Texas just passed an ordinance or something basically making it illegal to, uh, camp outside and like do various like panhandling. Basically they made being homeless illegal in Austin um as as rents have skyrocketed yeah. 98% from 2010 to right now 98% yeah, that's insane
0: that's oh, that's nearly
1: double <laughs> you're damn right <laughs> almost double but not quite almost not double. quite Mary Kate and Ashley
0: uh no that's insane i mean yeah so something that's going for 10,000 is now going for like 20,000
1: right Something that yeah. going for one is now going for two. Well, 198.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: hey, buddy, it's, don't
0: it's, let it's, me tell you, don't let me ever tell you you can't do math.
1: I won't. Not never again. Because I just did it live on camera. Live on camera.
0: Edit that shit out, you asshole. <laughs>
1: Well, no, I just want to I just want to applaud the people of Austin, all of the tech bros from the Silicon Valley in California yeah. who were sick of their taxes, who moved to Austin and then solved homelessness. Like they've done it. They did it. Dude, it's over. Homelessness thank is the over. Lord
0: Christ.
1: Now those people will go work at the Hardee's that can't hire people because they're going to be so motivated. They're like, you know what? The cops are going to spray me with a fire hose if I camp here and I can't afford a house. So I guess. I'm going to have to work for $8 an hour at Hardee's.
0: Man, if they're lucky.
1: I've been so lazy. Like, I need to go work do manual labor for 12 hours a day for less than a living wage. And I'm still going to be homeless, but at least I'm going to feel like I earned my living, you know? My yeah, all this, living.
0: Means, <laughs> all this means is that more people are moving into Hardee's.
1: <laughs> Hardee's is the new affordable housing.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh... <laughs> Taking a bath in that in that deep sink, you know,
1: <laughs> the utility tub.
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> I do, I I was thinking about this the other day because you mentioned livable wages and basically for nothing. Uh the minimum wage thing. Yep. That Let's people back up. Still, we're still being like we need fifteen dollars an hour. Dude, that's what's so crazy about the minimum wage is that it is so low right now. Like, yeah. at, I mean, I mean, what it's still at? Like, what seven sixty five,
1: maybe? Yeah, something like that.
0: Like, it is so low that I don't even know any places that don't start at that. That'll start at minimum wage, unless you are unless you are like a server or like a bartender right. or something. Yeah, I'm talking about like an actual job where 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 you would expect to get the minimum wage. Like a fucking like, like yeah, like uh restaurant, fast food restaurant, gas station, dude, they don't even Wait. hire at, yeah, essential workers, right? Yeah. Our uh, heroes during this pandemic, I don't even know places that'll start at the minimum wage. Because it's no. so low,
1: yeah, it's so low. People won't even. I mean, and and what they start at is still so low. It's still not. Yeah, a dude. No, oh, I'm. am not but saying. They, I'm not. No, saying I know. That. But they they like brag. They like almost brag about it. Like we start. You can start you at ten dollars an hour. Like isn't that great? It's like no, no, That's dude, like twenty thousand dollars a year. That's nothing.
0: Yeah, that's still nothing. <laughs> that's still nothing. But I'm saying like the minimum wage is so low that you would. The jobs you would expect to start at minimum wage do are even, or, or even yeah. above that.
1: Right, because they're like, no one's going to work for this. No,
0: they realize that.
1: So what what they're mad about now is that they're no longer accepting that wage that they've determined, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense because you already bumped it up because people won't work for you. You should just bump it up because this is capitalism. This is yeah, capitalism dude. in action. This is how it works. Do you support the free market or not? Because the labor is saying, my labor is worth more than that. And if you mm-hmm. can't meet that... Then I guess you have to go out of business, asshole.
0: Yeah, dude. Sorry, Carls Jr.
1: (laughs) Carls Marks Jr. now. Hell yeah.
0: Hell yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Woo. Yeah. I mean, that's like that that seems I don't know if there's been any like big news stories this week. I've not been super plugged in, but the one that has seemed to stick is this whole fucking minimum wage thing and fucking right wingers complaining about there not being any, saying nobody wants to work because we gave oh, one yeah, not big was... enough check. It's like, if you Dude. think that $1,400 is why people don't want to work for less than a minimum a living wage and spend yeah. 60 hours of their week doing that job and still not be able to make ends meet, you're a fucking sociopath. But the thing is that the people that are most vocal about that are only vocal about it because they're trying to rile up the dumbass masses. So if you're yeah. not a fucking Republican congressman and you really believe that this this restaurant is the victim in a situation where they don't want to pay their workers a living wage, then you're yeah, a dude. fucking idiot.
0: And it's also it's also always it's always restaurant work, right? Like is that is the I mean, you do make good you can make good money. You yeah, so dude, I'm just saying that it's always restaurant work is no because it's I know I know plenty you know, we know plenty of people who are servers, right? Yeah, tons. And but it but the shit the amount of shit you have to deal with as a server is not worth the fucking pennies you're receiving, dude.
1: And and the risk that you could feasibly walk away with a minimum wage because the strangers decided not to be generous today. I know, right? It's such a stupid system. It doesn't make... So, okay. So if you work at a nice restaurant where you get good tips, then theoretically that restaurant could say, hey, we're not doing tipping anymore. We're going to make our prices reflect a living wage for our servers so they make the same amount of money that they would guaranteed instead of just a maybe. Yeah. You're not going to lose business, especially like a nice restaurant.
0: Yeah, dude.
1: Make the prices reflect that pay your fucking staff a living wage. And they no longer have to wonder whether or not them doing a good job will actually be reflected in the pay because there's, there's a,
0: what if I, yeah. What if I didn't smile when I was asking how the first bite was?
1: Yeah. Or what if I did one little thing that annoyed them a little bit? Yeah, dude. Dude, I forgot something. Not even that. I just like, you know, I did one little thing and they decided, here's the other thing. If, if you tip 20% as the like tops, like you did a great job, you're in 20, you don't get to have an opinion about whether or not people get back to fucking work.
0: Yeah, dude. You're, you're still.
1: And I wouldn't even necessarily say that, but like. No. To still be in that mindset that that's like, okay. is like, No. You can either, you can either help perpetuate a more equitable system or you can like just stop going out and you're going to stop going out because all your fucking favorite restaurants can't hire anybody because nobody wants to work for the shitty wages that the company that the, you know, the business that you support is willing to pay.
0: Dude, you're only going to tip $5 at your Charlie's. What, what, why are you, why are you so against this?
1: Yeah like you're not going to change your ways anyway, so what do you care?
0: Yeah, dude. You weren't you weren't going you weren't going to tip more than 6 bucks at your rusty bucket showdown <laughs> challenge at after work. What do you give a fuck about? Let <laughs> them by, earn their living. Let them get a livable wage.
1: And that's I don't know. I don't even know what we tread on last week because I honestly the whole thing was a blur and I didn't watch back on the whole thing when I was editing it. But like, it's so, getting food made for you is such an important part of your life. Yeah. That it's insane that we expect anybody to make such a little amount of money. Like, why would you not want the people that are preparing your food for you to be making a living? They're literally feeding you. Yeah, dude. They're also doing the job that you don't want to be doing to feed yourself. So like, that person should make more than someone like me. Who does fucking bullshit for a living?
0: I was thinking about this in the shower today. I've known you 10 years, and I, and I think we've talked about this before, but whenever I try to talk to you about your job, you just say, I just send emails.
1: Listen, I said this on the first episode, and I'll say it again. Anybody <laughs> anybody that works at a computer that's not a programmer or coder that tells you they do anything more than send fucking emails is lying to you that's right. the job <laughs> sending emails and spending time between sending emails there you go but i think about oh, no. that I've time. Always been i think about
0: labor.
1: i don't know it, it is it is shocking to me and i think it's um i mean i think it's an indication of just like an inherent desire for certain people to feel like they live in a hierarchical society, which we do because of, because of different types of wage wage earners. It's all built on that. Yeah, dude. But like, I don't know how anybody could work in an office at a computer, not doing anything, really not doing anything that's strenuous and not believe that a fast food worker deserves to make more money than you. Because I do not exert any physical strength all day. My back might get sore because I was sitting weird. <laughs> My legs might start hurting because I haven't stood up in long enough.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dude. So
1: the idea that anybody gets to sit at a desk all day and believes that they get to, they should make more money than someone who works at McDonald's is full of shit and, a, and an asshole. Legitimately, I think people who work yeah. standing on their feet should legally make. an hour minimum more than anybody that gets to sit all day. Yeah. Because it's fucking hard. Your feet are fucking dead.
0: I've heard sitting is the new smoking. Mm. Uh Mmm. It's so bad for you, dude. You're a bad boy. Gives you lung cancer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, John, should we wrap it up? We we've been doing it for an hour ten, and uh, I feel like we got no, some good shit do out. But, yeah. but you got something else you want to do?
0: No, I, I do want to. I want to, You want to get to the plugs? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll definitely do the plugs.
0: Yeah, we'll do the plugs. Uh, right. Okay. No. Yeah, I was just gonna say because I've always been a laborer in my work. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had like an office job. Like, it's strictly an office job, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, I still work in a warehouse, right? Like, it's... Uh, I do some customer service, right? But that's, that's like, very small percentage of my... That's, like, only, like, 15% of my job.
1: It's like a back alley thing, customer service, you know? Yeah, yeah, I
0: jerk people off
1: uh, for $15 an hour. <laughs> Unless they tip bigger than that,
0: most of the, I charge by the hour, so I'm at least getting fifteen bucks.
1: Damn! All right, dude. Way for blo- for a hand handy, it's pretty easy.
0: That's pretty good. That's pretty good, right? You're gonna take that deal anytime
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> no matter what time it
0: is, twelve <laughs> oh three on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I could use a hand job. I could use it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you call me up. Toot toot.
0: <laughs> Steamboat uh, Handy. Hell yeah. That's that's what that's what, that, that's what Walt Disney's original
1: name for that was. <laughs> you know that? I did. That's why I said it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mouse's real name was Steamboat Handy. And uh, and let's get the comments right now, Sarah. Come on, <laughs> comment on it. Tell us what we got wrong. I want to know. Yeah, I, I think I think Steamboat Handy. I think that's a little known fact. I don't know if you even know that.
1: Yeah, that's deep that's, deep. that's deep dark Disney vault there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been doing this long enough. All right, uh, let's do some <laughs> plugs. Let's do some plugs, John Shrek. Come on. Plug uh, me. Let's, yeah, let's yeah, dude, I'm going to I'm going to peg you and plug you. I, I have it. to peg you because my dick don't work no more. So. And dick don't work. Uh, What have you got coming up, John Trek?
1: Oh, I got nothing coming up. You know, I'll be around Atlanta trying to get booked on things. So uh, go to a show, go to a comedy show in Atlanta and uh, you'll probably see me hanging out in the back looking weird. Hell yeah.
0: I love that. I love that uh you're still coming up at the end of may right
1: yes i'll be in cincinnati not not getting booked on any shows but no, uh, i'll be up I'm there not
0: gonna, I'm, I'm gonna make sure you don't get booked on shows. thanks
1: god because i don't have anything new and it's gonna be embarrassing to have done a last show in cincinnati five shows before i do another show in cincinnati so
0: <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah uh let's see what I, what is today it's the second all right and like less than two weeks I will uh, be making my co headlining debut, uh oh, with Billy DeVore at the Laughing Post in Georgetown, Kentucky. Uh, Georgetown. May, May 14th and 15th, Billy and I will be co headlining. Uh, Mike Fields will be hosting on the first night, Friday, and then Spencer Del Markey will be hosting on the second night. Saturday, May 15th. All right. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm not done, motherfucker. I got. I'm everything. saying, hell
1: yeah for that gig. Fuck yeah.
0: Oh, okay. I got more. Uh, I will also be panhandling outside your car door every day for the next month.
1: <laughs> but not in Austin.
0: Not in Austin. Can't do it there. <laughs> they kicked me out. <laughs> I will be begging for your money outside your home. Every day for the next two months, I'm talking to you, Tyler Snipes. <laughs> just wanted to give him a shout. out. He doesn't even listen to the podcast. I just want to give him a shout out. He's a nice well, that's kid. That's
1: okay. You can shout out anyone uh, you want, John.
0: Yeah, dude. And then for everything uh, comedy and internet related, you can follow me at, at John Holmes Lives right yeah. there. Yeah.
1: All right. Follow me at Shrek John. You can not follow our new Instagram for the podcast because it's not done yet, but you can find it. But don't look for it because it's not done yet. But look out for it in the future. It'll be done and you can look at it for it. And then we'll post our video clips there. And then uh, I'm going to piss myself.
0: New for my family dot pod dot uh, XXX dot fans
1: slash jizz.
0: Slash jizz. Find us there.
1: Yep, get hey. on that shit.
0: Thank you, John Shrek. I love you very much, buddy. Have a good night. Super
1: love you too. Fun. Bye. Bye bye.